know hockey teams, Alex. We're here. Yes, we did Eastern two weeks ago. I think it was, yeah. Lots happened since then. My braces. Got my wisdom teeth taken out. So, played some mini golf the other day. Oh, awesome. Didn't do very well, but whatever. Uh, we're finally back with the Western Canadian teams. Uh, the ones we don't really care about um, because, well, we're Eastern Eastern Bias. It's here. called, yeah, it's Eastern Bias, man. So, we've just recorded episode six of the normal show. Um and there we talked a lot about the Canucks and the current state of them. So I thought, let's get them out the way now. Mm-hmm. Um, the big story with the Canucks is they're in a weak division. They don't have their first this year because of the condition in the JT Miller trade. What are your expectations for the Vancouver Canucks? I think they will do... Okay, let's see. They're in the Pacific, right? Yep. Okay. So they have the Flames, the Sharks, the Golden Knights, Coyotes, Canucks, Ducks, Oilers, and Kings. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're better than the Kings, they're better than the Oilers, they're better than the Ducks. Let's just say, is it safe to say the Pacific Division, the top three is the exact same as last year? Calgary, Vegas, San Jose, number one, two, three. Yeah, it's going to be, I don't know, the order's going to be the same. But it's those three. Those three. Here's what I worry about because I think they could be a playoff team. Um, it's what worries me is the Central Division. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just name you some of the teams: the Predators, the Jets, the Blues, the Stars, the Avalanche. Those are the five teams that made the playoffs last year. Oh boy! And I know we're gonna get to the Jets later, and we're, we're probably gonna say that they they're not as good as last year. No, you're not going to many key pieces. Right. We'll get to we'll get to them later. But I, I'm looking at that, and I I'm finding it hard to say that the Canucks are better than any of those teams. I think that's fair. So, the Canucks are not a playoff team next year. No. No. Well, are they going to beat the beat the um, Golden Knights or the Coyotes to a playoff spot? The Yotes needs to stay healthy. And their young guys need to take Yeah, they did. Forward, were so. they healthy last year? No. And they finished with 86 points. And they were seven points behind Vegas. Now they have Phil Kessel. That is true. Um, okay, well, looking at their, their lineup, right? Okay. Um, of course, they've improved their back end. Um, bringing in, of course, we're finally going to get a full season of Quinn Hughes. Uh, of course, you have Alex Edler being extended and uh, bringing in Jordy Ben, who's a nice little uh, bottom pair defenseman, and of course Tyler Myers. Anything special to say about their back end? I want to see what they do with Chris Tanev. Yeah. I mean, I've given my spiel on Tyler Myers. I don't know if I really like if I enjoy that contract. No. Uh, Jordy Ben, I have I don't know much about Jordy Ben. Keep I him I'm in your look- bottom pair and he's really good. Anything okay. more than that? Mm. Yeah, like I look at I look at you for my Jordy Ben. Yeah. Uh, opinions because you know him better than I do. Um, I have nothing. Like Alex Edler, that's fine. Two years. I mean, I don't know if he's a six million dollar defenseman. I also haven't seen him that much. But. Here's where the fun begins. The forwards. Oh, hold on. Before there, oh, go. Um, Jacob Marsham was good last year. And yeah. at the same time, he hopes after Demko takes another step. Uh, yeah, go on, forwards. The forwards, okay. 
Who's their highest paid player? I believe it's Louis Erickson. It is Louis Erickson. Six million against the cap. Is Louis Erickson a six million dollar player? Oh God, no. Okay. That says a lot. Um, I that's where I worry they have him for three more years, and we. I'm not going to get into it because I already did it in the last episode. It's going to be a mess in three in three years. Of course, with your guys like Quinn Hughes and Elias Patterson being up, and Thatcher Demko, and Thatcher Demko. if he takes the the next step. I and I understand. We talked about Jim Benning because he just got extended. Um. We talked about Jim Benning that his draft and his trades for the most part have been have been okay. Have been no, his drafts have been very well are very well done. His trades are I mean uh, the JT Miller one I'm like it's a very big risk. It could you know it could turn out to be another Ottawa situation. I don't think they're that bad. No, I don't think they're that bad either, but you never know. It's a top 10 if things go awry. Yeah. Uh, what Elias, was you just have to remember one thing. They do have Elias Patterson. Yes. And that does a lot for you. Oh, yeah. very yeah, Well, you saw it last year. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he killed it. I'm going to be looking at Nikolai Goldobin this year. Uh, I remember when they got him from the Sharks. He was a, a highly touted little player, but hopefully they staple him to Elias Patterson's wing and just see what he is. Figure out if you've got a player there. And, yeah, figure out what you're doing with Christopher Tanev. Because you've been leading him on for a while now. And you don't want another Jason Zucker situation like the one in Minnesota. Yeah, and the thing with Tanev is is that he's he's constantly getting injured, is he not? He How? is a bit of a glass cannon. And, the, and I think that's what a team would be worried about. Because the Leafs were apparently interested in him a couple uh, last year and I think the year before too mm-hmm. and they just never pulled the well the the Canucks also offered good Branson or something like that um, so kudos to getting um, Tanner Pearson for yeah for him, by the way. they need to do they either need to decide that he's going to be part of this team or they need to get rid of him because they can get not get rid get rid of him sounds bad but he can ha- he can get you back an asset mm-hmm. right now okay let's say it's coming up to July 1st 2020 and Tenev is still on your team does what do you pay him I don't know I think that's enough said about the Canucks Wait, but no but but is he get more than Tyler my question is does he get more than Tyler Myers if you're Chris Tanev you ask for more but what do you think he'd get more than Tyler Myers on the open market probably not okay Uh, the Jets the big story of course is Patrick Laine and Kyle Connor still not signed Um, apparently there have been talks between Kyle Connor and the Jets, but nothing with Lyon. Of course, Chris, jo- Chris Johnson of Sportsnet did the interview with him where he said, well, I'm playing somewhere next year. I don't. Oh, this is going to be messy. And also, of course, there are reports that the guys like Mark Shifley's and Blake Wheeler's, that leadership group there, were very intense to play for. I saw people saying, well, of course, you want your guys to be competitive, but of course, every room's going to have those guys, but is there not something more there if it's being reported like this? 
Or is there's, it, is it no, something with line A or is it more intense there? Like, what is the story? To be honest, it could be something. There, there. I wouldn't be surprised if there's something more there. At the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if it's something with line A. Because the thing with this team is, look at most of their good players. Most of their great players. Mm-hmm. They're all in the later stages of their career. Like, they're much older than him. Right? Blake Wheeler, Brian Little, uh, Dustin Bufflin. The closest one to... It's very interesting now that I'm looking at it. The one who's closest to his age, you remember them, a lot of interviews is between those two. Like, you can tell they're buddies. Is Nikolai Ehlers, who also, the past few seasons, has been struggling there. Yeah. I and there were reports that he was going to get traded. Yeah. During the season. I, I, I worry because they have... You know what the biggest problem with this team is, though? Not the forwards, not the defense. It's the goalie. Really? Because, okay, because think about it. Last year, did they get consistent goaltending? Okay. Um, there were a lot of nights, from what I can tell, from Winnipeg Twitter. So, that... In games against Montreal, that Connor Halibut looked good. He wasn't Vesna level, but he was like, at worst he's a just above a league average goaltender. But a lot of there was a lot said about Winnipeg that teams in their division. The only reason the Jets were consistently in that division spot is because the rest of the West wasn't competing. It was a joke that no one wanted that second wild card spot. So it wasn't that the Jets were playing amazing at the end of last year. It's just no one else was able to catch up to them. So, I mean, the only team in the West that was really standing out towards the end of the year was St. Louis. Yeah. And, of course, they were finally playing up to where they should be. So there, there's something in Winnipeg. There's something in the water there. And I, I don't think... Of you- course, we... I talked about Evander Kane and finding his place in San Jose. Maybe there was something up with him there, too. Maybe it's more than maybe it's not just line A's lazy. There, there is something else we have to find out about. Winnipeg. You think it goes all the way to? Do you think it has anything to do with the coaching, with the coaching staff, or even as far as management? Well, every time they talk to Paul Maurice about Patrick Line, he always seems very thing of like, "Hey, listen, the guy's gonna figure it out, right?" Right. You know, uh, so maybe it's something more to do with management. Do they listen to Paul Maurice? I don't know. Everything you see, he seems like a great guy and understanding coach and that. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I think Winnipeg, I don't think they're going to start very well because they're no. not going to have Line A or Connor to start. Do you know what the problem is? So once Even once they get those four, let's say, Patrick Line and Kyle Connor signed, they still have to fill out the rest of their roster. Their back end is a bit of a hole now. There's Bufflin's a hole. Getting they, older. they lost Jacob Truba and Tyler Myers. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, Sammy Niku and Tucker Pullman are those guys that you would like to fill those spots. But, I mean, Sammy Niku maybe. But at the same time, the guy's only 22. Nathan Beaulieu isn't a consistent NHL defenseman. No. Neil Poink, the return for the Truba trade was a disaster. That guy's not going to be your top four defenseman, defenseman logging 20 minutes for you. No, I heard I heard weird things about him. I heard some people say, yeah, he has potential to be top four. And I heard some people say he has he can't even play in the NHL. 
So I I don't really know what to believe. I I have to watch them. It feels like a wait and see thing in Winnipeg. And listen, next year again they have to do Josh Morrissey. And that won't be fun. Jack Roslevic. At the same time, don't forget Josh Mar- Morrissey took that one year, so he's going to be asking for his money. And they have to. They might. I don't know. Uh, resign Dmitry Kulikov. Which won't be fun because he knows that hey, I wanted the few defensemen you got. Give him my money. So they're in a bit of a tricky situation. Yeah, and Blake Wheeler's contract doesn't look very good right now. And neither did neither does Brian Littles. No, it doesn't. It does not look good at all. But boy, does Mark Shifley look good. Mark Shifley and Nikolai Ehlers' contract, I I think, are good contracts. Yeah. For the players that they can be. Mark, More in Ehlers. Yeah. Ehlers is, he's was he's getting paid for what he can be. Yeah. Maybe he's not a six million dollar player player yet. We know he can score thirty. But goals. we know he yeah we know he can score thirty goals. I don't. There's something going on in Winnipeg, and I would want to know what it is because they have the team to succeed. They need to fill out their roster. Right? They have Christian Veselainen, who Good they young dr- player, young, twenty years old. They drafted twenty in twenty seventeen, twenty fourth overall. He can come help fill out the roster next year. It's a matter of. You have to bring in players. They lost Brandon Tanev. If they if the Winnipeg Jets signed Brandon Tanev to any to that deal that the Penguins did, it would be a mess. Yeah. It would be a mess. Shall we go to the Albertan teams? Okay, which one do you want to start with? Uh let's start with let's start with Calgary. Okay. Never in the world has there been a team I want to success. So never before has there been a team I want to do well. Than Calgary. Like Calgary. Obviously beside Montreal. But I just don't I don't get it. Johnny Goudreau is so good, but in the playoffs he just disappears. Sean Monahan, <coughs> one of the most underrated guys in the league. Elias Lindholm has found this place there. That defense is so good. David Reyes looked good, but they kept going back to Mike Smith. But even when they got the playoffs, Smith was playing well, and the rest of the team crumbled. I don't get it. I don't know what is wrong there. And then you go get Milan Lucic. Well, you got rid of James Neal. That's where... But I would rather try and take a chance with James Neal than Milan Lucic. So, so, so would I. I don't know why they would do something like that. I'm highly critical of that trade. Yeah. Toward, especially for Calgary. I, I, I can't really understand why they would make a trade like that. And and to your point on David Riddick, yes, okay, he's not at the level he's not an elite goalie, right? What no. do good what do most good teams have? Uh, or what do all basically good teams have? Contending uh, teams league have average goaltending. That most of them have above league average goaltending. With the exception of San Jose. Right, okay. Who's what teams are considered contenders right now? What would you consider? Tampa. Tampa. St. Louis. Toronto. Yep. Boston. Okay. The Capitals. Okay. Colorado. Okay. Uh, Nashville. How many teams did you name did not have an elite goalie this year? Uh, oh, 
Walt, Fredrick Anderson, of course. Uh, no, who did not have, who did oh, not. No, I'm just going through. Oh, like, okay, okay, Dundee, okay, okay, okay. Um, of course, Pecorine. Um, well, see, I'm taking a bet with Colorado, but Phil Grubauer looks good, but I guess only so probably Colorado. him. But at the same time, we have Nathan McKinnon to make up for things. So, Colorado. It's, sorry, did you say Calgary was a contending team or no? I did not put them there, though. So you would not... Why, why is that? Because they're goaltending. Because I don't... Even if David Riddich is as good as I'm thinking he is, they're not giving him the chance. And Cam Talbot's not going to help you. You don't think next year they're going to give David Riddick more of a chance to no. succeed? No. I bet they're no. still thinking, oh, this is the this is Edmonton's Cam Talbot, or back when he was backing up Blundquist and looked amazing. I think they still think he's that guy. Well, I guess if he's given the chance, you know what? I hope he proves me wrong. Yeah. I hope he's, he proves me wrong and he turns out to be a very good goalie. Because that changes a whole lot for Calgary. Because they already have let's look their defense – Great defense. Giordano, Hannafin, Brody, Hamannick, uh, Rasmus Anderson, Oliver Killington. Any complaints? No. Okay. Their forwards, Goudreau, Monaghan, Backlund, uh, Lindholm, Fro- okay, uh, Bennett. Sorry, you skipped over Milan Lucic there. And, and Frolik. Uh, Jankowski, Sarnik. Dubay. Former Royal Juniors captain Dylan Dubay. Matthew Kachuk. The, there, there's many pieces there. Now, I think this year is going to be a big year for Calgary's management. Because, of course, they have to sign Matthew Kachuk. Next year, they've got to figure out what they're doing with Mikhail Frolik. I know he'll probably be gone, but still. But then you have to re-sign TJ Brody and Travis Hamanek. Of course, Rasmus Anderson will be coming off his ELC. David Riddich will be <coughs> eligible for an extension if he's looking good. So they like it, if the Flames don't win this year, I think that Brad Treliving is going to look at his team and wonder what do I really have here. I think he needs right now. I think he needs to figure out what he's going to do with T.J. Brody and Travis Hamonic. Obviously. Wait, that sounded that didn't sound what I was trying to no, say. TJ Brown they need was to fi- in trade rumors. They they need to first deal with Matthew Kachuk. That's their first priority right now. Yeah. When they deal once they're done with dealing with Matthew Kachuk, you look at TJ Brody, you look at Travis Hamannick. I think they keep one of those players. Yeah. Well, I don't think you keep Froelich's both. Froelich's money coming off the books. One of them maybe you do. You, with Froelich's money coming off the books, maybe you do keep both of them. Plus, they're both right-handed defensemen, so you know you're going to get a pretty penny for them. Exactly. You get someone back, you get an asset. That's where I. That's if that's the most important. That's your top priority going into the season, because trade deadline time. Those two, I think, who else is on a one-year deal? Who else? Okay, other than, like, defensemen, because I know Taylor Hall. Um, beside that, the only other people that they have on a year phase or our phase coming up, uh, Mark Jankowski, Oscar Sarnik, and Mike Mikel Frolik, yeah. Um, and then Alan Quinn, who I've never heard of. So nothing big, but... I mean, forwards-wise... It's they don't have a lot of guys to resign, but at the same time, you have the Milan Lucic contract, which is going to be difficult because of the defenseman you have to resign. Yeah, that's 
to be honest, that's my own. I don't. This team, I have two concerns: goalie, and what the hell you're doing with Milan Lucic. See, it's really weird. When they first signed James Neal, I thought, do you really need to make that signing? And then, because I was thinking, why why trade James Neal for for Milan Lucic? They're both terrible deals, but I realized you didn't need to sign James Neal in the first place. So they've they've They put put themselves in a very difficult situation, and I think they're going to regret that Let's not forget that right now they're still a good team, though. Oh, Johnny I'm Gugger, exactly. Sean I'm. Fantastic I'm not saying that they're not a good team. I just those are my two concerns. They're what their goaltending will look like, and what they're gonna do with Milan Lucic. Because I don't think any who's gonna take that contract. No one. The Coyotes Le- are finally full of their dead cap space. So, um, I guess let's finish it off with the other Alberta team. Oh, you know what? Wait, wait. What well, before we go to? Edmonton. I'm looking at the salary. I have a feel like if you go look at his contract, I mean, there's a lot of signing bonuses still left, but I feel like at Ottawa, this is a contract that could go to Ottawa. I just have this Milan Lucic feeling in Ottawa. Ottawa? I don't know why. Why? Okay. Like, look, he's getting paid in base salary. It's like one million, two and a half, and one, which is exactly what Otto was looking for. It's the sal, it's the signing bonuses that, that, that worry me. Okay. Well, quickly. Oh my god. Oh. Okay. Oh. Never mind. Uh, turns out that I have to go. Okay. So we will save Edmonton for another time. We'll save Edmonton for next week's episode. Because there's so much to talk about with them. Um, thank you for listening for this little bonus episode talking about the Western Canadian teams. Uh, thank you for listening. Again, I'm Alex. This is... Sorry, no, no I'm Adam. you're Adam. I'm Alex. I'm Alex. You're Alex. Follow us on Twitter. Links yeah. below. All that good stuff. Give us a shout if you're listening out there. Because we don't know if anyone is listening, but we're going to keep doing this anyway. Goodbye. See you.